Hello, welcome, what's good? This is Danley and Friends, where I share empowering stories, encourage raw, open dialogue, and explore intriguing ideas to empower you to maximize your life. Coming to you from the heart of the heartland, Columbus, Ohio, I'm your host, Ryan Danley. Let's get to it. Small talk. It is one of those things that we have to do every day. Daily interactions with people at the store or people that we haven't seen in a while, like at a wedding. Kelsey and I recently attended the wedding of our friend Kim Kirchmar. Now Manos, shout out to the new couple, her husband Jake, great guy, like just a genuinely nice dude to be around. And I enjoy them and I'm happy that they found each other because they seem super happy, you know, and that is rare these days. There's a lot going on in the world and, uh, you know, that actually kind of brings us back to the topic at hand. It's small talk. So we were at their wedding and I feel like these days there's so much going on that people are like, ah, I kind of don't want to go back to the things that, one, that I'm always going to, like the things that I'm always thinking about. I don't want to bring those up. I don't want those to be topics of conversation. They're ever present and I'm trying to disconnect. But it's also like you don't know where people stand, like mentally or where they're at on social issues or what. And so it's all like minefield territory. It's like walking on eggshells. And so it seems like you just default to these stale fucking saltine cracker ass questions like, hey, what you been up to lately? Or cold as fuck outside, isn't it? Yeah. What's, what's new? What you got going on? How are things? And these are questions that you're just kind of like, uh, same shit. You know, uh, go to work, come home, do the stuff, do it again, and I run that back. <laughs> but there are a couple topics of conversation that just seem to come up, and they're just natural, and it just always happens when you're at a wedding or you're with a big group of people. There's things that come up. And so I'm at this reception, and it's gorgeous. It's beautiful. There are lights in the ceiling. It looks like a Rolls Royce, like stars are in the sky. There's a big dance floor. There's cake. There's beautiful people everywhere smiling and laughing. There's golden chairs. You got gold chargers that go under the plates. The meal is gorgeous. The menu's gorgeous. And it's just magical. It's just a beautiful night. And I'm sitting there at the table of the dates of the bridal party. Because Kelsey was roommates with Kim for all four years in college. And so they're homies and Kelsey's in the wedding. And so I'm sitting there posted up between a group of guys and a group of girls. And so the women are bonding over the wedding and the speeches that are going on. And they're having sentimental moments, talking about how beautiful the bride is and stuff like that. And that's cool. I can relate to it, you know. Um, it's not really like my main topic of conversation, you know, like I'm a dude, but the thing is I'm a dude who doesn't really watch sports. See, I played sports growing up. Like when I was really young, I played baseball, t-ball and stuff back in the day, played soccer for a hot second. 
you know, in high school, I played basketball freshman year. Then everybody grew and I stayed the same size. I realized I didn't have a future in it. But, you know, I ended up playing football and I ran track. Track was my, you know, jam. I loved it. And uh, it was a good time. But, you know, after I realized that standing at a towering five foot nine, I didn't really have a future in sports. I just kind of let it go. You know, I like to weight lift. I like fitness. I like staying in shape. But that's more just to kind of keep my body healthy. You know, I, I just liked feeling good and looking good. And I still watch sports like when it's on. It's entertaining. Don't get me wrong. Like, it's cool to watch. Um, I actually admire very much like feats of human accomplishment. And so when you see people like, you know, flying through the air, jumping from the free throw line, like, you know, that amazes me. People like Steph Curry, who has a whole highlight reel of no look three pointers, like he'll shoot the three and then turn around and not watch it go in. And he has a whole highlight reel of these things, which, you know, he's changed the game. And I can respect that. LeBron James from Ohio. Shout out my boy, LBJ. I remember when he was coming up, St. Vincent, St. Mary's back in the day, people were going to a high school to watch this man. He was a man. He, you know, he was a young man at the time. People were going to a high school game. He's selling out high school games, watching this dude play basketball. And he's amazing. And he's proven that he's one of the greatest, if not the greatest, to ever do it. You know, I was just in Chicago. Those people might kill me if I said that there. But, you know, now I'm back in the home turf, the Buckeye State, you know, and uh, I can say things like that. So LeBron James, you know, one of the greatest to ever do it. I respect it. You know, when I'm on Instagram scrolling and I see somebody get dunked on or I see a crazy block, you know, some sort of series where there's, you know, some sort of pass action going on. I love it. You know, soccer. I love it. You know, I, I watch highlights all day. I think it's pretty cool. Well, I won't say all day, but, you know, I'll, I'll watch those things and I think they're entertaining. But I am not the dude that is going to arrange my schedule around a team or, you know, pledge allegiance to a team in the sense that, you know, this is my squad and I'm going to watch all their games and know all their players, know the coaches and things like that. It's just not me. It's just not how I choose to spend my time. I have other things that I choose to do. One of these things is the podcast, you know, it's something that I enjoy. It's a way that I like to express myself. And I just think it's cool. I think it's fun. And I wouldn't necessarily have time to do that. If I were watching games, because uh, me and my wife also have a business called Ohio Drip. It's ice dyed apparel. And so it's a really cool form of tie dye where the color bonds with the fabric. You use powdered dye, you sprinkle it over ice, and it creates these really, really cool watercolor patterns. It's like watercolor effect. And you have to learn how to control it. There's a lot to it in terms of even getting the pH of uh, the water, the solution that you soak everything in proper, and uh, making sure that certain colors don't mix because they'll create like a mucky brown unless you're going for that. So, you know, there's a lot to it. But these are things that I spend my time doing because I enjoy doing that with my wife. And, you know, there's nothing against people who like sports. I think it's really cool. But I'm not the guy who's going to be streaming the game at the table. It's just not your boy. And that's what was going on on the other side of me. So I am caught in the middle at this wedding table full of people I don't really know. You know, I just meet them for the first time in my life. And I am caught in the middle of two conversations that I have no idea like how to respond because <laughs> the women are over there. They got tears in their eyes and stuff. And it's really cool. And it's like a touching moment, but I didn't feel it was my place to really like jump in. And I don't know, it was just a different vibe than I was on. But on the other side of the table, the dudes were streaming the game and they're talking about 
the money line and they're making sports bets and stuff. And you know, I made my fair share of sports bets with the guidance of my friends who enjoyed that. And I have friends who really love it and make money off of it. They probably lose some too, but you know, we all do. It's fun. And it's their form of entertainment. And back in the day when I was around people doing it, you know, I'll throw a couple dollars in there and see what happens. A little parlay, you know, that's as, as far as my lingo goes. They started talking about pushes and money lines and, you know, the history of coaches and stuff and who they felt should be the coach and what type of offenses and what players they thought were dirty and stuff like that. And they might as well have been speaking Chinese. And I don't, I don't know Chinese. You know, I didn't know anything that they were talking about. I didn't, I was just sitting there like, fuck. All right. And you know, in all actuality, it probably wasn't that long of a time frame overall. But as I was sitting there, I had enough time to think about what do people talk about other than like sports and like what is happening in front of your face at an event, you know? Like we, we need some new shit. We need some new topics of conversation. Because my go-to for a while was, yo, what have you been doing for fun lately? And it seems like, honestly, everybody's just kind of tapped out. They're like, man, I was baking sourdough bread a couple months ago. I was doing arts and crafts. I was, you know, on video calls with my friends, playing games. And then, you know, that wore out after three times. And, you know, after I got done building toilet paper forts, I was just kind of like, fuck, what do I do now? You know, people are just kind of chilling at home to out. They're kind of like everything doubt like you can tell in people's demeanor and shit like you'll be talking to people and they're like i don't know man i'm just trying to figure out if i need to have a mask with me or not to be in this place it seems to change building to building room to room state to state i don't know what the fuck's going on anymore i'm just i'm just here man i'm here i showed up i got dressed stop asking me fucking questions and have a drink (laughs) that's where people are at now so i kind of like it but at the same time like You don't know where people are at with their level of comfort, like partying or like, you know, socially. You got to kind of test the waters without being too controversial. And it's like, I don't know what's going on. I don't know if I've been programmed by the news or what's happening. But I noticed that I judge people for things like their mask etiquette right now. I'm like, oh, look at this dude. Got his nose hanging all out. Can't even wear it properly. Like, bro, we've been doing this for two years. Or maybe the dude is just trying to get a breath of fresh air for a hot second. I don't know. But you're sitting there and you're like speculating what's going on. Because you see somebody without a mask and you're like, did they, did they forget their mask? And they just don't have it? And maybe they're squirming in their seat right now? Did they intentionally not wear a mask? Because they're trying to make a statement about their freedom. And they want people to know where they stand. And look, I try not to judge. I try not to judge. Let's just call it, I'm trying to assess the situation. Because you want to know where people are coming from, so you know what topics of conversation are pretty safe. You know what I mean? Because maybe I don't want to get into a conversation about all the shit that we've been dealing with. And that's, I'm going to keep it bland. You know, maybe I don't want to, maybe I don't want to go there. I'm kind of burnt out too. You know what I mean? I'm a little fried too. (laughs) Trying to loosen up too. That is one thing I miss about being younger that nobody tells you kind of changes a lot when you get older is that people used to just go with the flow so easily back in the day. Like you didn't have to do this whole like catching up like, hey, how you doing? What you been up to type of thing? And like, 
I don't know, people's worries and anxiety didn't seem to show through as much back in the day. Like it seemed a little more carefree because I think we were just like out to have fun. You know, it's just like you show up to a place, people are partying, oh, let's go out back. Oh shit, they're smoking weed. I guess I'll hit it. I don't know. <laughs> you know, people were just kind of kind of having fun and not thinking too much about life and responsibility. Responsibilities, <laughs> you know? Speaking of responsibilities, I had some come my way. And it's kind of crazy that when you're an adult, whatever that means, it seems like all problems become four-digit problems. Like our car just had a situation going on with it, and they got us for the 1700 to get the engine fixed up and PCV valve and a strut or something like that. And uh, yeah, and then my computer, which is why the sound quality is a little bit different. My computer just crapped out a little bit. You know, we had the screen, the backlight didn't work, and this got me for the 574. And I just bought that bad boy in 2018. And so I am twerking off of my wife's computer, and we don't have the same plugins. I spent a little bit of money on some plugins, but I got this dope microphone. You know, it still sounds good. It's still got your boy with that warm voice. You know, I enjoy it. Just like I enjoy speaking with people. You know, I enjoy spending time with people and making sure that they're happy. And I almost feel like maybe instead of small talk, maybe we just shouldn't talk as much. You know, if you just don't have anything to say, you don't have to fill it. You don't have to fill the space. You can just let it linger and just enjoy the vibe. You know, like I was sitting there with those people at the table in between two conversations for what felt like a million years. But eventually we caught a vibe. And it was cool. Like we started talking about our favorite foods and stuff. And it was just an interesting conversation that led to a couple of different places. And so I don't want to negate the value of small talk. I think there is something there in that it allows you to segue to a different place and ultimately get to a place where people can enjoy. And then eventually you can get caught up in that flow where the conversation's going and you get back to that sense of adventure where everyone's kind of caught up in the moment and uh, you feel like you're on the same wave. So I feel like it is like a necessary evil, but I wish there was a way to cut through that beginning part where you were talking about like, where are you from and how cold it is outside and stuff like that. It's just weird. It's just a little bit awkward. And I wish there was a way to get through that because I eventually figured out that the young lady that I was talking to at the table played badminton in high school. I had no idea that high schools even offered that as a thing. And she said that it was a female-only sport, and there were different high schools, like other high schools that had this, apparently, as an activity. I didn't know more than one place offered this. And this is the first person I've ever met in my life that played high school badminton. And her friend sitting next to her was the second person, because they went to the same high school and they played on the same squad for a hot second. And that's wild to me. Like, that's something that came up that I thought was interesting. We were able to discuss how it was something that happened in her family. Like, her mother played badminton back in the day. And actually, the coach that her mother had in high school, the last coach that she had and finished her high school career with, was the first coach that this girl had when she played badminton. So, super interesting story. It led to a cool conversation about family and just, you know, different things going on. Badminton, I didn't know, got down like that. That's what they do in Illinois, I guess. 
Shout out to everybody pounding the shuttlecock. Pounding the shuttlecock is definitely not something that you should say when you're first introduced to a person. It is not a phrase that you lead with. There's an acronym that I've heard before, which it's RAPE, R-A-P-E, and it stands for religion, abortion, politics, and economics, or like your finances. But like, side note, could we not have gone with PEAR, like P-E-A-R, we had to go with RAPE? That's fucking weird. So I'm going to go with PEAR. So a couple topics to avoid. Remember the acronym PEAR. Politics, economics, abortion, and religion. Unless, of course, you're at a Catholic wedding and they do a half mass. And at one point, the pastor or priest or father, whatever they call the guy, the main guy with the suit on that's doing the stuff and saying the things in the Catholic religion. This guy calls for the crowd to put their hands on the couple. And we do this symbolically by extending our right arm toward the couple. So a whole church of people sitting there, extending their right arm in a very, very similar gesture to a group of individuals who used to rock a red, black, and white flag. To the untrained eye, one could not tell the difference. And so as a newbie to this Catholic situation where we were putting our hands on the couple, we had to fucking talk about that afterwards. I was talking about religion because I was like, yo, what was the Heil Hitler thing? And somebody else actually said it first. And I was wondering, I was glad that they said it because I didn't want to be that guy, but I'm glad it came up. So we talked about it in that instance. We also gave out peace to people next to us, which was kind of dope. I like that as a practice. I held up peace signs. I shot some peace through the air at people. We patted each other. People were hugging and stuff. And so I like that about the Catholic religion. That was pretty cool. So peace to y'all. Peace be unto you and everybody that you hang with. We prayed for everybody. And then we prayed specifically for the Catholics. And it was an experience. It was my first time going through that situation. And it was cool. And we had to talk about it. But it was a shared experience that we had all just gone through. And so it was appropriate because it was a new situation. And we had all just experienced it. But you don't want to just be at a wedding and be like, yo, so what do you think about that dude, God? You know what I mean? It could get weird real quick. So I see why people go snow or rain or sunshine or whatever weather's happening. Because it's not controversial. People typically don't have strong opinions on it. But it's not fresh, you know? So what I've been going with lately that's a little bit different is I'll compliment someone on something that they're wearing. I mean, only if I genuinely like it. I'm not going to tell you I like your drip if you're not dripping. You know what I mean? But people seem to open up when you talk about things that they wear because it seems like a form of expression. People like to express themselves. I think it's natural to want to express yourself. You know, I think it's something that most people want to do, whether it's through the way that they dress or the art that they collect and hang on their walls or these days, perhaps their NFT collection or even the music that they listen to. You know, these are different ways that people express themselves. And I think maybe that's where the magic is. If you talk to people about their chosen method of expression, or one of their chosen methods or mediums of expression, it seems as if 
that place of self-expression being a place of passion and emotion in some form, those places seem to be the best jumping-off point for genuine conversation. Take, for instance, my buddy Dan Link. He paints paintings. It's his chosen method of self-expression. And once I know that, I can be like, yo, tell me about your most recent painting. Why did you choose those colors? Why did you title it that? Why did you choose that medium? What does it mean to you? And then from there, we can go so many different places. Passion in the sterile world that we've existed in for the past few months is so beautiful. It's so refreshing. It's so different than the daily experience that we're having that it's almost rare. We're inundated with passionless content. Not rageless, because rage seems to be a button that's a hot one to press, whether it's the headlines or whether it's some controversial video that's coming out. I think that's different than true passion, which to me derives from a place of love in this instance and in this context in which I'm using it. Maybe understanding that passion is refreshing. We can seek our own passion. We can find what it is that makes our life colorful. And we can have something interesting to talk about when inevitably we end up at that juncture where small talk is required. Maybe we can use our passions to refresh our lives and thus our conversations. And we can turn small talk to better talk, whether it's about paintings, or shuttlecocks. <laughs> I had to get one more shuttlecock in there.